cannon equal to Trump winning. The bigger question is how the Russians did it. It was written like Nas, but it came from Quentin. At the mercy of a game where the code is missing. When the CEO's blinded by the glow, is different. Believe in myself and the codes and Kendricks. Let the sock puppets Hey, what's up? This is Impress Me With Music. I'm Dave. I'm Dave's wife. That's I'm it? just kidding. I'm Mary Novohovsky, your co-host, the person you listen to on the show. I'm I'm drinking some caffeine and we're trying to wake up. We got a pretty sweet episode tonight, though. I'm into it. Yeah, I'm pretty psyched about our guest. Introduce yourself. Hey, I'm Dave Moore. Just a couple wow, of days. A lot of, a lot of energy going on what, in this podcast What, dude? What do you want right me now? to say? I don't know. You're just supposed to be hosting me. Uh, so Dave Marr is our guest. Uh, he's a fantastic comedian here in Chicago. Um, we'll talk more about him in a minute. We're listening to Infrared, though, by Pusha T. The first of uh, several of the songs we're going to listen to. Is this off the new album, Daytona? Well, it sure is. <laughs> Oh yes! Welcome to impress me with music. <laughs> the show wake up, Mary, Mary, wake up! Wake up! All right, and now a word from our sponsors. What's up, dudes? Hey guys, I'm Tobes. I'm Jesse, and we're the host of Worst Contact, a show for aliens by humans, where we discuss every aspect of human life, such as death, life. Juggalos, cats, LARPing, art, war, athleticism with world's greatest athlete, Action Ronnie Glibson. That's one of my favorite episodes. Yeah. Uh, we keep it fun, we keep it goof, we never script it, and we always have a good time. But don't bring the kids along, because we say naughty words. All on MachineCulture.com. Peace! You stumble across a very intelligent podcast listener. What do you do? Uh, I ask if they've ever heard of desks and day jobs. Roll for insight. Oh, they haven't, and they yes. want to know more. I tell them Destined Day Jobs is a D&D podcast that takes the humdrum life of four office workers and injects it with magic, adventure, and hilarious antics. All right, roll for perception. Yes. Oh, that's, uh, they're definitely interested. Uh, I grab their phones and subscribe them to Destined Day Jobs on iTunes, SoundCloud, and the Machine Culture website. Roll for sleight of hand. Well, that's a critical hit. Yeah. They're subscribed. Do they have a dog? Uh, can the dog listen to the podcast? Uh, yeah. Roll for animal handling, I guess. Well, that doesn't work. Uh, uh, but they're still interested in desks and day jobs. Yeah. 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 Desks and day jobs. Now part of the Machine Culture Collective. Huzzah. This is Duppy Freestyle. This is Drake's response to Infrared. Um, well, the two Daves will explain more of that to you, but we'll do a quick session of plugs, shall we? Sure, go right ahead, Dave. Dave 1. All right, you're listening to Impress Me With Music. How many times do I have to say that? As many times as it takes for you to review us on iTunes or on Facebook. Why don't you follow us on Instagram? I'm running a promo, and I'm going to keep on running it, baby. If you leave us a review on iTunes, I will. I swear to God, I swear on my family, I swear on my home, send you a Starbucks gift card. Why not? For every star that you put in that review, meaning for every star that you rate us, $2. You can make up to $10 on on a Starbucks gift card. Is Is that wrong? I don't think it's wrong. I mean, if you think you deserve $8, this is only a four star show, well, fuck you. I'll get you an $8 gift card. One star, that's still a $2 gift card. You can get... I don't know. Nothing before taxes. I get a banana. A banana. You can get a nanner. How much are bananas at Starbucks? I think like one twenty-five. That's hey, too much. Hey, Dave, number two, chiming in with the nanner pricing from Starbucks. Uh, you Dave, know. do you have any plugs? Do you have anything Dave's you got. Plug? Dave two's got lots of plugs. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Talk to me, baby. 
I'm taking my one-man show about the coma that I survived to the Edinburgh Fringe Festival. In Wait, August. you were in a coma? Yeah, dog. <laughs> um, and that's so. So I guess if you, do you guys have Scottish listeners. I doubt it. We've got. We don't have the analytics right now to see what countries there is. We got a few people on the island, man. Um, but yeah, I. A lot of I islands. have raised the money that I need from the Kickstarter, but I definitely could use extra padding. Uh, so, if you're inclined to help out there, uh, you can go to my website. This is DaveMar.com and all the stuff about the Kickstarter. And, or you go to Kickstarter.com slash projects slash send hyphen Dave hyphen Mar hyphen coma hyphen show. <laughs> uh, no, uh, I mean, I'm sure it's something like but just go to my website and yeah. just doing stand up and doing previews of the show in Chicago this summer. When are you going to start doing it again? I have two previews scheduled June 29th and 30th, and those are probably the first two that I'll do. But I'm going to try to do five previews in the summer before taking it to Edinburgh. And where, then I'm going to tour it and bring it back to Chicago and do it up big. Where, um, where are you going to do it at in Chicago? I don't know yet. You gotta figure it out. Oh, nice. You gotta try to drum up. Yeah. I did. Oh. I did see it last time, so I really want to see it. This you never time. saw it. Nah. Well, I no, I didn't see. Well, it's it. gonna be better. It was. Yeah. It was good. I mean, it's good. I'm really proud of it. But it. Yeah. I was really it's busy. I had a, I had a job that I had to do. I couldn't oh. take any time off. <laughs> Sorry, dude. Sorry <laughs> to hear kidding. that. Um, and listen to my This American Life. Yeah, I was just gonna plug that for you. That's yeah. that's awesome. Yeah, it's called The Secret of My Death. I'm Act Two. Um, I actually started listening to This American Life again after that episode. I, really? I hadn't listened to it for years. Yeah, I don't know. It's just, you listen to like a string of them and you're just yeah. like, all right, I get it. If you can't Life tell, is varied. You, <laughs> Do you know what I mean? If you can't tell, our show is greatly inspired and takes from This American Life mm-hmm. in, in kind of the cultural quality uh, aspect of of everything that that we do here, with really the utmost respect for the art of podcasting. Primarily, what we take from them is we talk over music. That's mostly. I think that's a cool thing that they came up with. Mm-hmm. Have some music in the background, talk over it. That's neato. <laughs> nice. So let's talk about Pusha T v Drake. Boring. I'm gonna let you guys talk mostly about that. Why do you think it's? Do you really think it's boring? Um, I don't know. I'm just not... It's hard for me to get into rap beefs. Right now, I'm really into the fact that Kim Kardashian met with Trump at the White House to talk about prison reform. Jesus. Do you guys know that? That's a real thing. It sounds like the start of a joke. Like, who? Why? What was the background? I heard some open micer... I I heard some comedian at an open mic uh, make some joke about that but i didn't know what was happening he just said like i can't believe a reality star met with the president and then became president and it was some like joke about so basically and okay so here's here's how i'm i'm gonna tie this into music news one i want you guys to think is this is kim doing this because someone's gotta uh, up the kardashian west uh, name Mm mm-hmm I mean, there's not a lot to kind of bring back to glory there, but Kanye really, really has been uh, has been a little bit out there. Um, so basically, yeah, yeah, he's sure. having like a, a like a manic episode. So and his me, but I don't even care about his personal well being or his life. His music has gotten a little shitty. Oh, it's that's, it's bad. So Save that Kim, for Kim diagnosed me with mental illness. Okay. Yeah, well, yeah, that's that's our big that's uh, one we're working on. So Kim Kardashian West was at the White House on Wednesday. Um, she met with Jared Kushner and President Donald Trump in an attempt to convince the administration to pardon Alice Johnson, a 62 year old great grandmother serving a life sentence without parole for a first time drug offense. Whoa. And apparently, Kardashian has been fighting for Johnson over the past few months after finding her story on Twitter in October, more than 21 years into her prison term. I can't imagine a Kardashian trying to keep a guilty person out of jail. That's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> okay. They ought to lock this lady up and throw away the key. Oh, my God. Oh, I'm no, kidding. No, no. What was the drug, though? What drug? What drug gets you a life sentence? Drano. 
Yeah, maybe. Yeah, she was just smoking uh. Drano, blowing in a baby's face. Like, why? Why would you get a life sentence well, for a first-time drug Well, I'll, I'll tell you that, but it's How hard. black was this woman? Oh, jeez. So, one, I'm dropping all my beef with Kim Kardashian. Yes, she was a black woman. Um, and here's five things to know. Is that the heavy? Oh, no, this is the grip. <laughs> Well, I'm, I, ne- I never said I was going to use good sources here. She became involved in drug trafficking during a rough time. Uh, she lost her job at FedEx, got divorced, and her youngest son died in a motorcycle accident. Oh, uh, that sounds terrible. Uh, I still can't figure out what drug we're dealing with. This was her first offense. Life, um, Mem- No, Memphis-based cocaine trafficking ring. Oh, so she must have been pretty high up in the food chain. She must have had a lot... Involving more than a dozen people, 10 of her co-defendants testified against her during her trial in exchange for reduced or dropped charges. She was never offered the same plea deal when she was sentenced in 97. Um, Her children have petitioned for her release three times. And uh, Kardashian has hired a whole team of lawyers on behalf of uh, Johnson's behalf, including uh, her her daddy's friend, Sean Hawley. Hmm. That's not one of the lawyers from the TV show. I can't, I can't picture him. I mean, to me, the more like that is that sounds very sad and awful. But to me, the more interesting uh, Kanye-related beef is the Kim Rhymefest beef about Wait, the Donda's House charity. Wait, I don't know. I didn't know about this. You didn't hear about this? No, so and I love Donda's House charity. Uh, that Rhymefest like runs and is obviously named after Kanye's mom. Right. Uh, Rhymefest like tweeted at uh, at Drake. He was like, uh, "If you know, if good music pays you that invoice that you submitted to Pusha T, we donate that money to Donda's house to help the youth of Chicago." I told Kanye, he said, "Fuck the youth of Chicago," and then Kim weighs in and is like. You were like being a fucking loser in Wyoming at the album recording. You you got caught wearing fake Yeezys, and all you wanted to do, all you wanted was help uh, from Kanye, and like blah blah blah. And Brandfest was like, "Listen, I was just trying to get help with this like charity. Uh, I was there. He asked me for like <laughs> help with the music. I helped out with the music." And Kim is like, send, like writes this big response. It's like, hey, sorry to everyone on my Twitter feed. I know you have no idea who Rhymefest is. <laughs> blah, blah, blah. And Rhymefest is like, writes his big letter that's like, dear Kim, like I, like I don't care that no one on your feed knows who I am. Like I, people in my community know me, and that's way more important to me than blah blah blah. And it's just like, and then I saw some headline. I didn't read the article, but the headline was something that like. Donda's house is in like bad standing with, you know, tax shit or the government or some some official paperwork sort of shit. So it's like very complicated, but uh, hmm. I don't know. There's a lot of interesting stuff coming out of the Kanye universe. What happened? What were like? What I want to know like what happened with Ryan Fest because he had such a promising start to his career. Did he though? Yeah, oh, you didn't like uh, Mr. Blue Collar? I didn't know Mr. Wait, is that the album? Or that's the album. Is that the one with brand new, brand new, Yeah, brand that's, new? That, that's the weakest song <laughs> on the album, though, by far. I don't like it unless it's brand new. No, hold on. Let me fucking... All right, we're, I'm going to play What's it. What's the one that would no, be... No, uh, we, we have a, we have a hold uh, structure here. The one with here. Buttercup? Yeah, Buttercup, I love that. Buttercup. I love that. It has Old Dirty Bastard on it. Yeah, I'm, yeah, that's true. Uh, I, I've been, like, trying to do this... Uh, Stage story about the time I that Rhymefest saddled me with a four hundred dollar uh, champagne bill um, when Wait. I went to see his show. After Hold on, let's listen. I want you to con- continue talking, but I just want to play this in the background. All right, so tell your story. So I interviewed him for Pitchfork, and he invited me to this fundraiser uh, that he was doing for Collaboration Theater. And it was just a weird fucking scene. There was like a little person inside a like, uh, like a like a plastic bubble that was just like walking around with a serious face on. And then he like 
we hung out and he got uh, champagne and then I like ordered another bottle of champagne after he had left and I mm-hmm. thought it was going to be on his tab and it for sure was not. And I totally believe he stole money from the government for his charity. <laughs> <laughs> because he sh- this this song is bad. I'm actually going through this and I'm like, I don't know. Yeah, where, where, I mean, he was where, a, where are all nice these guys? But... I mean, super nice guy. Don't make your music good. But this episode is about is about yeah. you know the 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 big beef between uh, yes. Drake and, and Pusha T so, and the drama coming out of there. So please. So let me bring you up to speed since you don't know anything about it. So they started uh, uh, throwing shots at each other in 2012. Pusha T made a song called Exodus 23-1. Drake seemingly responded to Pusha on the intro to his 2013 album. Um, that set song, um, Two Birds, One Stone, he calls Pusha T a bench player acting like a starter. Um, and then it just kind of goes quiet for a while until last year, uh, Pusha T had a song called HGTV and he says, uh, basically calls him a fake, which is like the main beef that people have against Drake is that he doesn't write his rhymes and that he's a big faker. To which I say, Drake is a pop artist. What do you want from him? Do you well, know what I mean? that's like the, that's like in every beef is like, you're a faker. But that's why, I mean, are we getting to, like, who we think won yet? Not yet. Okay, I can... Not yet. You know, tip tip that hand right away. But that that element of it, to me, you know, is why one of them clearly won. Is that there's something... Okay, then let's say who you think won. Oh, I think Pusha T won, like, handily, because in the last track... He does something that, like, maybe no one has ever fucking done in a diss track before and just straight up, like, barely rhythmically goes, let me stick to the facts. You are hiding a child. Yeah. (laughs) That's so crazy. That's Uh, so insane. So, and, right, is this the first time this is coming out? Yeah. Okay, so let's hear a little piece of this. This is the story of Added On. Easy money. And I mean, this picture is it's a picture of Drake in blackface. It's like, why? Like, I know there's a reason, but come on. Also, it's like Canadian blackface. You can tell because it doesn't. It has the red lips. That's not how you do it. Inverse ICP. Everyone knows that. And you know we gotta cut the heads off these snakes, right? Watch the body drops. I'm gonna be honest with you, I think I like this more than any uh, song on the new Pusha T album. Goose right in the side. Let's have a heart to heart about your pride. Even though you're multi, I see that your soul don't look alive. The M's count different when baby devised the pie. Wait, let's examine why your music for the past few years been angry and full of lies. I started at the home front, I'm on one. Dennis Graham, stay off the gram, bitch, I'm on one. You mentioned wedding ring like it's a bad thing. Your father walked away at five, hell of a dad thing. Marriage is something that Sandy never had, Drake. How you a winner, but she keep coming in last Man, piece. he's bringing his mom Monkey into suit, it. Dennis, you parade him. A Steve Harvey suit, nigga made him. Confused, always felt you weren't black enough. Afraid to grow it cause your fro wouldn't nap enough. Since you name drop my fiance, let him know who you chose as your Beyonce. Sophie knows better as your baby mother. Cleaned her up for IG, but the stench is on her. A baby's involved, it's deeper than rap. We talking character, let me keep with the facts. You are hiding a child, let that boy come home. <laughs> you beat motherfucker playing Border Patrol. Jesus, is just so good. This unprecedented is, in rap beef. Yeah. yeah that's, un, that's pretty it, unbelievable. I think this is going to, I mean, I'm, I'm calling it, but this is probably going to be my favorite track of the night. It's insane. This is insane. Yeah. yeah this, What's even crazier is like right after where you stop, he talks about like he deserves better than like an Adidas press run because apparently, so Kanye and Pusha T have lines with Adidas. They found out that Drake's about to unveil a line with Adidas named after this son whose name is Adonis. And the line is going to be called Adidon, which is why the story of Adidon. And how fucked up is that? That you're like announcing your child to the world by like, with my fucking Adidas. Yeah. And Pusha's like, I heard uh, an interview with him on The Breakfast Club, one of those fucking New York whatever three people radio shows. And 
And Pusha was like, I don't even hang out with my friends who don't pay child support. And they're like, you hang out with drug dealers. He's like, yeah. Like, with kids, it's different. And it's like so savage that he's just like, hey, this is different than rap. Like, you are a fucking bad person. Yeah. You get your life together. Well, and there's, I've always, I've, I've like heard rumblings about Drake being a shitty person. Like, you've, I'm sure you've heard the thing about how he, if, he makes girls sign like non-disclosure agreements if they have sex with them. They're never allowed to say. That's got to be a constant famous person thing, though, right? Like for yeah, but I for feel, some I reason like his are being brought up. The the one woman who broke her silence about it was like, yeah, he like made me do some weird stuff, you know, mm-hmm. like. Um, the thing I heard was that he like ate out some ass and then like, uh, and then and then picked up his own legs and like. Uh, oh yeah! He lifted his butt in someone's face and goes, "Now your turn." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I I've heard, stuff. <laughs> I've heard that one. Uh, I know. I mean, he's just kind of a. I mean, sleaze balls, not quite it. Like he has a lot of like stripper parties and stuff. A uh, girl who's a comic out in LA is like uh, talked about it, written about it. Like you know, he'll he'll just do all these weird private. Kind of like sleazy Wait, stripper parties. Yeah, he'll hire like twenty. Who wrote about it? Uh, I'm pretty sure Casey Coop. Oh, I'm not. I'm not like breaking any. any she's a girl that writes about being a stripper. In case a, you're wondering what that's like. Yeah, oh, okay. she is. She is a stripper. Well, I think she she doesn't write so much about it now. But she, um, yeah, she's a stripper, and she's basically confirmed that Drake has stripper parties, and he likes the thicker girls. Well, yeah, but like, what it, <laughs> every? I feel like every rich. Yeah, I would have a stripper party if I had Drake money. Are you kidding me? I wouldn't me? have a stripper party. I would fucking pay off my school loans. Well, of course you start there, but then you'd be okay. Pay off school, buy a then, house. Then you then pay what? off. Then you pay off the strippers' loans. You know, I mean, mm-hmm. it's a long kind of winding road. This is pretty messed up. I mean, the fact that Drake has a, a kid that he's been hiding really makes me hate him. Dude, yeah. I like Drake has recorded some of my favorite music. Like I used to be the biggest Drake stan, and like, but like, what was it? Uh, Nothing was the same, and take care. Take care is the shit. Two of my favorite albums of all time. Yeah, and I, as a persona, I think I'm the window is closed for me with Drake. I think he's I'm fucking done, dude. It's like it's too even that new song the one that spit uh spins the Lauren Hill sample the like yeah uh, yeah a, a, nice for what nice for what yeah it's like it, it, yeah it's a good sample but like that song is so like thin it's going to like disappear and like uh, yeah he's just too fucking the sad guy shit on yeah boring. It, it's kind of and it's also too it's like when you you know the, i remember like the first time i like learned about like what it was like to be um Ernest Hemingway's daughter. Like, I remember, like, read right. something that she wrote about. I'm like, right. oh, fuck this guy. Yeah. You know what I mean? There's a little bit of, it's like, yeah, I get it. You're tormented and everything, but also you had, like, a kid and you sort of have an obligation to look after and take care of that person. Right. Um, I saw a, a, a news article. Not news. It definitely wasn't news. It was some Fake shit. Fake news. No, it was... <laughs> Some, like, The Grip or some shit, like, you were reading, and literally it came out. Hey, that was a good article I read Five things you need to know about... Who was it again? Oh, King Crimson. King Crimson? King King (laughs) Crimson. I think you need to know about King Crimson. Um, Kanye sampled him. um, Did he? Yeah, with power. Oh, okay, that makes sense. Um, I think it's power. Oh, so there was, like, it was, like, Despite the rumors that Drake is a deadbeat dad, and first of all, it's like, not rumors, rumor, one rumor. There's right, one right. very public thing we're all right. aware of. Right. And then it's like that Drake, despite the rumors that Drake is a deadbeat dad, actually, he's been paying for this kid since it was born. It's like, that's not what makes you not a deadbeat dad. Oh, wow. Like, is that the standard now? That, like, like, I don't have to spend time with you, but if I give you money and release a shoe line within your name. Yeah, Jesus Christ. Yeah, you can have these Nikes to remember me by because you will have no memory of me in your life. So, to switch... Or Adidas, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You're, okay, you're completely impartial to this. Who do you think won the beef? I mean, Pusha T, I love this track. Like, I mean... This is a Jay-Z beat, just so it's clear. We're yeah. clear. This, Mary might not know that. This is the, the, the story, story of OJ, OJ yeah. I really like this track and it stands out to me and i don't um i don't dislike the new pusha t album i, I just, i'm not into it 
it just kind of it, it's nothing I haven't heard from him before. I like his last album more. I do too. I think those other those like two are really fucking good, and people are like, "This one's crazy," and it's like it's good, but it's like. I think this is. I like push, clips. Just I think push simple. I like clips. Yeah. Of I think Pusha T is just getting more credit for this piece, and I think this is just a theme in rap. Like we sit on people for so long. Like I mean, and we've talked about it before. Like I am. I think it's cool uh, that Kendrick Lamar got a Pulitzer. Yeah. But I totally think that To Pimp a Butterfly was more Pulitzer worthy than Damn. See, I think and To Pimp a Butterfly is like Pulitzer bait, but it's not like Pulitzer worthy to me. I think you think it's a, like a Denzel Washington performance in like the it's late nineties. Like, I think I think it's like Denzel Washington and Fences versus like right. a, a like the best. Denzel, Give like, me an Oscar versus like Denzel okay, Washington and like that's, Glory. That's interesting. I can I can see where you're coming. Like from. Good Kid, Mad City is fucking Pulitzer worthy. That fucking album. Is My favorite Pulitzer. one is still Section Eighty. I still like Section sure. Eighty the best sure. because I, I I don't know I like Ronald Reagan era is like my favorite Kendrick song. Um, is that the one with cartoons on it? No, cartoons is even earlier. That's like early, like when before he was like a good rapper. You know that song, cartoons no. and cereal. It's like a good. There's two old Kendrick songs that are good. I think Michael Jordan and cartoons and cereal. Those are like pre, pre um, section eighty. Like before okay. there was any sort of like buzz around him. Yeah. Um, he has a song with Michael Jordan is Schoolboy Q. It's a ridiculously long. It's like an eight minute song that is. Pretty much nothing happens. Okay. And both him and Schoolboy Q rap horribly on it, but really? it just has the right emotion. Okay. Do you know what I mean? It just takes you. It just, I don't know. Um, okay, so uh, let's do today in music. Yeah, we'll do today in music. This is this is my favorite uh, absurd segment to do that we clearly. Wait, who do you think won, Dave? Oh, oh, oh right. yeah. So, oh, so I, my piece, has, I'll say that. Um, while I do think some of what Drake said about Pusha T, that line about, um, uh, like, I think I think it was you bagging up weed, watching uh, Scarface saying that, sh- that should be us. Like, I think that is, like, a pretty legitimate criticism of Pusha T. I think it's been proven that this is a bullshit persona, kind of like Rick Ross, and we all just kind of decide to accept that it's not true, and, and that's fine. But I still think, like, that's a legit criticism, but then the thing with the baby blows that shit out of the water. Yeah. I mean, Drake released a like a press statement. Like you go diss track, diss track, diss track, press statement, you've done fucked up. You lost the beef. Yeah. And as bad as he buried Meek Mill for basically Meek Mill just punched out of his weight class. Like Meek mm-hmm. Mill should have won that beef. He just he he aimed at the king and he missed. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Whereas you shoot at the king. Shoot at the king. Whatever. I think it's come at the king. Dude, I don't know. But the best I, not. Anyways. The other crazy thing is Pusha also made fun of 40, his producer, for having fucking MS. Yes. Oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> Which was also a secret, right? He was secretive about having MS. I don't think that's a secret. I would hate to I be like... I think, though, it's, I like, it's, like, like, it's like, like DJ Paul's little arm. It's, like, not actually a secret, but it's not, like, a thing he's I, putting out I there. would hate to be, like, close friends with Pusha T and tell him, like, a secret and then him get kind of mad at me and, and then be like, here's my diss track. Yeah, exactly. Like, how did he like, come into um, possession of of the the, the information? What about would the be kid? the dist tr- like the the diss track that like gets you? What, what would be the the things that? Like... <laughs> no, <laughs> bad <Yeah>. question. <laughs> yeah, Next. shit. Why do you know you have yours? Are you self aware enough to say what your diss track would be? Yeah, but I probably also don't want to say. Yeah, it. so let's just <laughs> scoot on by that segment and go to today in music, June seventh in music history. Mary, June, read the first one so we can play the song. Is it June sixth or June seventh? Um, what's it? A... I I messed up. I messed it up again. I looked up June sixth. Oh, at you first. gotta be kidding me! We had such a good June sixth one. Well, let's just. Well, no. Let me talk about June seventh now. Okay. okay. Now I'm gonna talk about June seventh. I haven't gotten to pre-read it, so it's gonna be all 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 live. All right, let me let me tell you guys something that that happened today. All right, in 1966, Roy Orbison's first wife Claudette was killed in a motorcycle accident. Snooze. Yeah. Okay. All right. In 72, the musical Grease opened on Broadway. Snooze. Okay. In 76, Capitol Records released the Beatles. This is a song about someone dying in a motorcycle accident. All right. Ooh, ooh, this is 
is a good one. In 1978, Prince's first single, Soft and Wet, was released. That's his first single? Yeah. Soft and Wet. I don't know if I've heard that song. Man, he came out of the gate swinging. Yeah. Yeah. In 1979, Chuck Berry was charged with three counts of tax evasion. And that same yeah. year, he performed at the White House at the request of President Carter. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that hillbilly. All right, uh, let's see what's going on here. In 1993, a little bit more Prince stuff. Prince changed his name to an unpronounceable symbol. Oh, that was today? Today That's in music, awesome. Prince the became the artist formerly known as Prince. Yeah. So let us yeah. not forget and let yeah. us love him forever. Okay, he did everything. Uh, for some This is real Prince heavy. So the Prince A Celebration Party in 2000 began at Paisley Park Studios. The week-long event was in celebration of the artist reclaiming his name Prince after a seven-year battle with Warner Brothers. Okay, so 93... Prince has to change his name, and then in 2000, he is Prince again. Okay. And he does this all on the 7th of June, because Prince is some kind of mystic. And Wait, is that 7-7? Seven, seven? What's yeah, June? Six, Damn it. Yeah. I always get June and July confused. Kenzie and Kimball, too. I don't know if anyone else has that yes, problem. Yes, I do get that confused. And, uh... This is Roy Orbison's wife right here. This is not his all right, and uh, in 2002, so we're going to move away from Prince and we're going to move into some uh, real upsetting R. Kelly territory. In Chicago, Illinois, R. Kelly was booked on child pornography charges. He had been arrested two days before and released after posting bond. So R. Kelly has been a problem for well over a decade now. Let's just... Yeah. And you know, he's just still chilling. Yeah. People knew that, but again, we get forgot. watch Trapped in the Closet now because you're not going to be able to watch it the same way you feel about Drake. That's how everyone pretty much okay. feels about well, R. Kelly. I will say I don't feel the way about Drake that I think people feel about R. Kelly. Yes, Dave. No, but I'm just saying the idea that it's like it's like I don't want to listen to his music. Do you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah, but that's different. Like, there are very different reasons. Well, of course. Dude, it's 2018. We, we chop heads off. It's fucking Robespierre right now, okay? We don't ask. You do one thing, you step out of line, you're done, okay? Okay, you're getting a lot of, like, things mixed up. You're, like, comparing people going after R. Kelly to, like, <laughs> jumping the gun on someone. I'm kidding, I'm like, kidding. We're, yeah, we're, we're doing... We're doing being, uh, I'm, I'm joking. We're doing a lot of logical uh, inequivalencies. Yeah, exactly. Well, that's today in music. A lot of stuff happened, mostly Prince related. We should change our last track to a Prince track. I did. Good. Um, Good because apparently this was also. If you're listening to this episode on the release date, June 7th, just so you know, yesterday the Rolling Stones released I Can't Get No Satisfaction, which we will no longer be closing on. Thank and, you very uh, much. And uh, Two Live Crew was. Uh, Told their lyrics were naughty or something. I don't know. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, some some uh, judge in Florida or whatever said that they were obscene. Um, we like got in court or yeah, just like it, he it, like posted on no, Twitter. It, well, this <laughs> <laughs> he's like their lyrics are obscene. These lyrics are naughty, naughty. Uh, what about as nasty as I want it to be? <laughs> all right. Well, we've got six tracks, two a piece from all of us, two from me, two from that Dave, and then two from the other Dave. And uh, let's get let's get this party started. Pusha T obviously wins the battle. We all agree it's not Pusha T's best album. The Kardashian West family is going cuckoo bananas. Am I right or am I right? You're right. Boy, are you right. <laughs> well, um, oh yeah. Oh, when we thought it was Satisfaction, I was going to play this, 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 this song. I was going to fake you out and play this Satisfaction instead of the Rolling Stones. Oh, this Benny Panassi track? <laughs> Remember this? I love this track, dude. Okay, who should go first with their music? You want to let Ladies. Oh, you want to go? Okay. Yeah. I'm going to play your first song then. There you are. Satisfaction. 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 So you see that word for? Make it the number. Because we're living in that kind of era. This is it, right? Yep. Nice. 
This is Down for So Long. Um, I Love McConan featuring Jay Price. And uh, I love I Love McConan. And I'm really, I'm jamming out to this track right now. And there's some really fun features on here. Ezra Koenig uh, pops up on this track too. Yeah, Ezra Koenig raps a verse on this. Did you happen to listen to this one? No, I didn't get to it. I like this stuff. Yeah. Ah, ah, ah. Oh, yeah. I love that he does that. Like, he has... No ability to sing. He's like Bob Dylan. Like he just goes in with so much confidence, and it, it's. And I love it. It's great. I love his beats. I love. I love McCona too. He's like, you know what? I'm a hefty, half Chinese guy. I'm fucking. I can't sing. I can't rap. Fuck it. I'm getting the rap. Yeah, I'm, I'm doing it. He's just. I love the amount of confidence that he has. Well, it's a very like. He's very good at like drama. Like whatever this is right now, he's like very like. Huh, very like affecting. Like, yeah, yeah you want to like. It's hard not to kind of like do one of the, the head bounces to this. Yeah. This is like a good. I listened to this on the way to the train today. Mm. Okay, this is the Ezra Koenig verse. This is so weird. I can't do it. Americans are whack. <laughs> I love it. Myself, I can relax. <laughs> I love it. Uh, listen, I just kind of tune out when uh, he comes on. Yeah, I, I like this. And, and I really actually like Jay Price on here. I don't know who, who Jay Price is. I don't know who Jay Price is, but I want to, let me, let me look up Jay Price. You keep talking. Okay, so Edinburgh, huh? Yeah. When, you, when, you, when is that, September? August. August. I leave July 31st. It's August 4th through 25th are the dates. So it's like 21 shows in 22 days. Do you know what venue you're going to be at? Mm-hmm. I'm, a, I'm a, uh, above a tiki bar called Barbados. Okay, wow. <laughs> how, many, how many people can you seat? It's a 50 seat. Nice. Yeah. And you got to go out and bark like all day, right? Yeah. What time of day is your show at? My show's at 4.15 to 5.15, which I'm kind of happy about. Yeah, yeah. I, I, like, otherwise, it, there could be a lot of, like, drunks and stuff, I think. So. Yeah, and you're done. Like, how long is your exactly. show? Exactly. Yeah. yeah, so you're just done. And, and you get can, to go see other shows. You can enjoy the festival, exactly. you know? Exactly. But you got to be out there hustling aggressively like Pusha yeah. T yeah. lied about doing during the day. Yeah, exactly, dude. So I can find nothing about Jay Price. He is uh, effectively just uh, yeah. This uh, I don't know. I, I don't know. But he he also raps. Uh, I, I I do like I do like him in here. All right. So let's play Dave's first song. Cause I feel like we we've all made it clear how we feel. Song, right? Who else is on here? Uh, how do you say his name? Black Six Lack. Yeah. If you know what I mean, whatever it is, but uh, Ty Dolla Sign too. This so is Ty Dolla Sign right now, right? No, Ty Dolla Sign is the second verse. First one is uh, Khalid. Oh, okay. So I don't know anything about Khalid. I don't really either. He had that album like uh, last year. Last year, I think, or the year before. There's like something youth. American, American Team. American Team. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and P- and and I. Um, but people like were pretty into it. I tried to listen to it, it didn't like grab me. But this song, there's a there's a 
a writer that I follow on Twitter who writes for Pitchfork a bit. He's a big rap writer. He's like one of the earliest people who like really like critics who like was huge on Cheap Heat, like before everyone. What, what's his name? His name's David Drake. And uh, this is Ty but uh, it's like a real R and B vibe. Yeah, this is like definitely in a blueprint of song where I'm just like, I feel like there is a song like this like every three months that I'm just like, okay, and I'm listening to this like all the time. The song like yeah, I, I okay, I like Khalid. I like the beat, but it's it's. I can't like get this laid back. You know what I mean? Like I have like oh, a. No, I love it. It's, it's like a weird tempo for me, right? Like, I want either, like, like heavy rap songs or I want something completely, like, totally laid back. Like, I can't put my, my lawn chair in half laid back. Right? I know what you're saying. This is, like, I just started biking again, and this mm. is, like, perfect biking music. Just kind of, like, gliding down the fucking street. This is gliding. I mean, like, I guess this is, this is a, real, a real glider of a song for yeah. me. And it kind of glides right through me being able to really listen to it or care. It kind of really glides right in, glides right out. <laughs> Real. Woo! I mean, I, I I don't I neither dislike it nor nor do I like it. I mean, I guess it beats a. Uh, I'm so sad. Americans are whack, but. Yeah, well, you know what? It's because I can't tune into it. On that I Love McConan track, I'm like listening in the lyrics here. I don't even know what they're talking about. They could be talking yeah, about, about the murdering like, puppies right now. And I'd be I'll like, be outside, I'm on the way. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. This is this is like a yeah, this is like a taking a girl home playlist track. If you took a girl home and played this song on the way home, that would be super weird. Well, dude, I will say that, like, I, I used to say this, and I said it to my partner, like, when we first met. I was like, uh, just the fucking... So this would be something you would say in a diss track about me, but I used to, like, tell people, like, self-awarely, but grossly, I was like, other people's sex music is, like, my music. Like, that's my musical taste. It's like other people's sex music. It's just like... You're the uh, fucking lamest, dude. Oh and my god. Like, Bust out the acoustic guitar right yeah. now. Jesus Christ. Not the acoustic guitar, the fucking R&B. I'm just like, yeah, whatever oh. people listen to fuck, I just love to listen to. So you were, you were the, what, like, like, what, like, what? Like, uh, like, what's that, that Mario Shade. song? Yeah, Sade, for sure. Um, that fucking, the, uh, what's the Mario song? The, uh. It's a me, Mario. <laughs> yeah. It's a me, Mario. <laughs> no, um, damn it. Uh, or like I'm gonna get a turtle. I'm gonna get a turtle. No, um, look up Mario right now. What's okay. that? Okay. Like while while or I'm gonna have Dave look up Mario. There is a piece of music news that we did forget to go over, and uh, that's just what we do here on the podcast. We Let forget. Me love you. Let me love you. Okay. Um, okay. So say the thing you're gonna say. Brockhampton, everybody's favorite boy band for the new era that we're living in, had to kick out Amir Vaughn over sexual misconduct allegations, and the rest of their tour has actually been canceled so that the entire group of a bunch of cool dudes out of Texas can uh, regroup. And this is kind of like the woke... Um, yeah, these are like the woke rap. This is woke out future. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, you're surprised that the people who like proclaim the, the, their the, 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 and the, virtue are actually the secret <laughs> most creepy people in the world? No, yeah. but this is just sort of another piece of that. And I, I kind of struggled to get really in a Brockhampton. I have like a young cousin who loved them and, and I know a lot of people are super digging them and something about it just didn't quite resonate with me like I, I can I can respect they had some good songs but it wasn't for I me I, I like maybe six months ago like tried to listen and yeah and um so I, I guess you know, oh, I know. this <laughs> is yeah. yeah yeah so I guess this is the beginning of the end for Brockhampton I'm pretty sure that this to me signals a definite unraveling they're needing to cancel a tour to regroup because one yeah. out of like six of them is basically a, an alleged sexual predator is, you know. Well, and so 
there's nobody is there anybody in Brockhampton that you're like oh that's the offset of Brockhampton you know that's the standout guy that's I actually that's crazy that offset is like the standout guy because I always thought it was fucking Quavo Quavo was a way better rapper yeah and now everyone's like no it's offset man. well that's because he's Quavo didn't get himself a famous wife offset is the Daytona of Migos and Quavo is the Hell Hath No Fury of Migos Hell Hath No Fury is so good alright so and the other one is Proz I think we all agree <laughs> All right, so this is so, my, uh, my yeah. first song. Yeah, oh yeah, you guess you haven't even played a song yet. Oh, God. I'm going to talk here because you're going to blow your 30 seconds anyway, but... One Dave is shaking his head at another Dave right there. If I could just kind of visualize the moment here. What an intro, though. by Kid Trunks off of Members Only featuring XX Tentacion. Um, I don't know. I've really been getting into this Kid Trunks guy. 90% of his songs are garbage. But he's a 17-year-old kid. <laughs> but he put out... Look, he's a 17-year-old kid. loves garbage. I have a palate for garbage. I like having trash in my, in my repertoire. You know what I mean? I just... Yeah, oh, he has, like, so here's the thing what's great about Trash, right? So he had one line that's, it's, like, great, and it's, like, um, you know, like, hold on, let me play it. Like, I like that, right? And the thing about Trash is, is that when they do something halfway decent, you're like, wow, look at you. That's great. That's it stands so out. Ridiculous. Nah, man. Nah. You don't, man. <laughs> you don't worry nah, about it. Hey, lower your standards. The mediocrity seems excellent. All right, Mr. Fuck Music. Okay, I'm sorry that this is, first of all, this is the Freakonomics podcast theme song. Slow dip. Yeah, it's no. the same song. It's just like super slow down. Yeah, I don't know. He's a Trunks, Kid Trunks. Some fun facts about him. He's an Asian rapper from Fort Lauderdale, Florida. Uh, he is named after a Dragon Ball Z character, which that was my idea. He stole it from me. Um, okay. So basically, if you're really, uh, your whole purpose of listening to music is to be a contrarian, you should check out Kid Trunks. You don't like this at all? This doesn't do nothing for you. I like the snare sound. You can't hate on the sample. I'm not hating on the sample. I just the the one sound of the snare is just like okay. That's all. Well, you yeah. I mean, I, I guess I was I was sound. I was waiting for the sample to kind of modify a little bit. Yeah. I was like, great. This is the intro. Still introing. Yeah, yeah. Still opening. Well, it's like a never-ending opening track. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, but that's his only song that sounds like that. All his other songs sounds shitty, kind of like this. This is what most of his music sounds like. Yeah, I heard this one. This one was fucking terrible. You just, okay. you just snuck yourself in another track, Dave, didn't All you? Alright, Mary, we're gonna play your next song. Yeah, bitch. Me so horny. So speaking of stupid, stupid music, this is my track. 
Ugly guy. Remember when I yeah. Said that? Yeah. Last time I was on? That's see, that's trash, and that's great. Yeah. Okay, I want to just say, I this song popped up, um, and it is it is the most innocent song about just being broke and eating top ramen. There's no uh, just. Literally everything here is about ways to eat your ramen and, and, and ways that you don't fuck with your ramen. Like, nah, don't put corn in your ramen. Don't put peas in your ramen. What the fuck, you know? And just put some sriracha sauce on it. Dude, sriracha sauce is fucking overrated, though. Dude. Sriracha is nasty. Man. Okay, well, you're just being... Now we're gonna fight. Now, oh, you're, now you're just being a real downer. No, dude. Uh, so this this is Top Ramen featuring, featuring Doughboy. No, it's Young Chef. It's Young Dom, Top Ramen by Young Chef featuring Doughboy. Uh, Do you want to know the background of the song? Uh, Yeah, sure. So it, the background is uh, they fucking ate top ramen and no. they made a damn song. This was, this was uh, a 2016 viral video. By the way, uh, Young Chef is spelled with a yen, a y, and whatever that c, like the cent sign is. Very cool. Um, it's actually spelled J U N G, and it's got the archetypal forms. Of- <laughs> oh, oh, is wow. that a Carl Jung? <laughs> yeah. Young. No, no, it's Carl Jung. It's Carl Jung. Just like it's Jay Retard. Oh my god. <laughs> I had, I had that he on another episode. He picked that as a stage name. That's fair game. He yeah, picked no, that. Yeah. He, he had that in mind. Obviously, okay, and he's I, like, I'm going to be Jay Retard. And I like, just, you can't be that. I throw just, a letter in there. I discovered him. Um, Top Ramen? No. no J- Jay We're Retard. not talking about Jay Retard yet. Fine. Jay Retard's great. Yeah, he's great for a dead body. Um, okay. Um, okay, you so... You don't like any music made by people who are now dead? I'm kidding. I'm just saying he... Yeah, I, he's fine. I, 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 he's, he's fine. Jay yeah, Retard? Yeah, he's fine. He's just like, uh, you know, he's like, I'm gonna do Billy Bragg, but not as Billy Bragg, you know? What? Ugh, he's better than Dude, Billy Bragg. Yeah, I don't know. It's not like anything like Billy Bragg. No, Bragg. not even close. Yeah, he is. He's not political at all. No. Oh. Not all Billy, Billy Bragg was political. I don't remember for his political okay, songs. Can I do my Billy Bragg impression? Yeah. I went to school and I had a pint. Yeah, okay. okay I'm done. That's great. <laughs> um, I, I thought I was going to be able to riff way longer and way more funny. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I came I in. That's how I most people in, feel like they're going to be yeah, able to riff. I, I came in strong and uh, I really. Uh, Came in, came in with a British came in accent. strong with that went to school and really <laughs> dropped off with that had a pint. I mean, to be fair, that's like a third of his lyrics. Like, that's a pretty accurate Billy Bragg yeah. impression. It's just not funny. My mother made a <laughs> piece of beef. My mother made a piece of beef. I don't know why I'm cracking up right now. I'm so tired. I've slept like eight hours this whole week. Okay, so... Dave, yeah, you have not been impressed at all with anything. Dave, are, are you I impressed? Like the, with... I like the I love McConan song. Right. I like the, I, I like that Top Ramen song. Right, yeah, so, so basically, I'm impressive and you're unimpressive so far. I think we can. Yeah, I'm losing. I just, I mean, yeah, Extentacion, dude, is rough. <laughs> what? Isn't it? You know, Scar Lord. He's like British Extentacion. He's like way crazy. Wait, isn't it? Dave, it's, it's Dave. It's Sounds Dave. So where's is Dave Marr next? Yeah. yeah. Alright, let's let's do this. Kind of like a new like bluegrassy band. No, no. 
I'm, I'm, I've been out of the bluegrass yes. circuit for the last couple of years. So the pregnancy really slowed Dude, me down. Yeah. Uh, ever, ever since um, <laughs> J- Jugs Willie got me too, I'm out of bluegrass. <laughs> so out of it. Got me too. But anyway, so he... Yeah, this dude I've known for like 15 years. He's got a great and, voice. Uh, yeah, yeah really. Was. This is a really catchy, tight song. How old is this song? It's crazy. It came out this year. This is great. His Yeah, dude, his album is like really good. Uh, and it was so nice to like have someone. I, like, I started listening to his record and I was like, dude, I'm going to be listening to this like all summer. This is fucking great. And it's so nice when someone you really like makes a fucking really like yeah. great thing. Yeah, it sucks when your friends make something terrible and you're, you just have to be like, yeah, good job, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What, yeah, what would you, what's like the classic just like... Hey man, it's I'm a music recording. video comedian that makes a music video. I'm gonna make a funny music video. Oh, and you're... Okay. All right, I've been doing comedy for three years, and I think it's a good time to record an album. Yeah. Yeah. And not only that, but I'm gonna record an album, and I'm going to find an uncomfortable way where if you don't come to the album recording, it's a sign that you no longer love, support, or care about me as a friend, oh, and you're dead to me. Come to watch my YouTube series. We're going to watch all of the videos at once. Uh, yeah. Oh, not, not in a row. It's going to be like, Yosh- <laughs> uh, not, what's the Flaming Lips album where you play it on like four speakers? Uh, I don't know. But anyway, yes, playing all, all eight of my web series yeah. Yeah. at one time. Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> Um, this is great, yeah. But yeah, it reminds like there's a my favorite song of last year was this song by this band Deep Cuts from Dallas, and uh, it reminds me of this reminds me of that where it's just like this kind of like 80s no. like, using like a saxophone to good effect. It's really nice production. Yeah, he's so I don't know. Does he produce his own music? He or? does produce. Yeah, he's great. Yeah. Okay, this has less than a thousand listens on Spotify, so. Check you guys out. should listen. Al Church. That one's called Night Games. Yep. And this track is uh, waiting for the chorus. So before we listen to whatever garbage my husband's picked out next, you know, and enjoy this, enjoy this moment. Damn, I'm, I'm like, real, I feel really good. You guys like this? I was like worried because I'm like, it's my friend that people hate. It's gonna be shitty, but no, I like this better than the other song, and I like the other song just fine, but yeah. I like this better. Than yeah, yeah, yeah. The other song is a little bit of a snoozer for me. I guess I just can't glide. Well, that's because you don't listen to fuck music for fun. Yeah. <laughs> if you were a, a more like a more sensual man like Dave, if you Martin. were a Scar Lord like me. <laughs> Scar Lord spelled with uh, all X's for the bottles, by the way. In case you were wondering, yes, that's one hundred percent for real. Um, okay, so where's mine? There it is. You were just scrolled right over it. Oh. It begins with this weird little thing. So we should talk through it a little bit. No, just listen. Oh, fine. Blowing through your hair as you stood gazing down the river in anticipation of the thrill of the dizzying rides at the amusement park. Ah, memories of Boblo Island. Yeah, so there used to be this island in Detroit. It's still there, actually. It has an amusement park on it, and you take a free boat out to it. It's an amusement park island. Now it's a band. They closed it in 1993, so this is... Royce the Five Nine talking about it. It sounds like Cedric the Entertainer. It starts weird. Only on Smooth FM. Nothing compared to our family trips. My uncle shook hands with the manly grip. All this hand-me-down shit I had had an uncanny fit. All the gangsters I had in my family had me any bitch. My granddaddy mistress caught the business from my granny fist. That was back before I was born. Pop told stories about it that would last for hours long. And as a family, we was just so happy when him and mama got along. Bob, uh, on our way to that black amusement park. Wood roller coasters, crack sold on plastic scooter cars. Smoking grass at the finished food court. Broken glass waiting on the swimming pool. No, now it is. Okay. So, Bob Boat by Royce the 5'9 featuring J. Cole. What do you think of this? Um, it's not bad. 
It's kind of right. It's like a, it's kind of like a chill, like summer vibe. I was gonna bust on you for being a fucking Detroit guy listening to Royce the Five Nine. So like, Detroit guys been trying to make Royce the Five Nine happen for fucking I know five nine years. <laughs> I was telling Mary about him, like, yeah, you know, he just had a lot of personal problems. You know, that's why he um, hasn't gone anywhere in his career. And then I played the song called Caterpillar. Mm-hmm. It's the fucking lamest song I've ever heard of. <laughs> it's, it's actually out of here. I, I, it's it's just it's just like the worst song I've ever heard in my life. Like it's just I can't even. And it's Royce the Five Nine and Eminem. Yeah. And it's like. So the problem with Royce the Five Nine is even music he's made recently all sounds like he made it like 15 years ago. Yeah, yeah. Like this. <laughs> wait, just wait, wait till the sample. The sample. Okay, everything you need to know. It, it hurts you. <laughs> no. <laughs> what the fuck is that? Ring the alarm. What? Oh it's a song, and they just keep comparing themselves to caterpillars. The, the, the worst oh part God. is, Dave and I were stuck in traffic uh, heading to my parents' place last week. With the uh, Sophie was asleep in the car, and he was really trying to prove to me. I, I, we had the moment where he was really trying to prove to me that Royce to Five Nine is really good, <laughs> and so oh not n- not having previewed all the tracks that I was forced to listen to, and Happy Devils. I feel like he's Eminem's, like, I don't know, some shitty G. He's like Tony Yeo or something. Yeah. Ring the alarm. You know who was really great at shedding those people was Kanye. Because, like, all those people on the first album, it's like GLC. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It's like, he's like... But they have some good verses, like, on spaceships and stuff like that. Yeah, they're great, but... No, Kanye definitely, like, burned some fucking bridges. He's Yeah. Yeah. He's done supporting the charity named after his mother. He's done done with everything. (laughs) <laughs> Goodbye. Yeah. Um, all right. So, so okay. So we played all the songs. We did. We played all the songs. Um. um all right. So, I. I mean, what did what did you think was the best song you heard that wasn't yours? The best song I heard that wasn't mine. Well, I mean, my songs were the only good ones. I see. Unfortunately, because the last thing that I have in my head again is that Royce to Five Nine Caterpillar song. <laughs> <laughs> I can't give you any credit. Because of Pablo Boat is a better song than we. I wish I had played more of it. It was a good song. Um, I think I have to give it to um, Al Church, uh, waiting for the chorus off the album Night Games. I mean, I think that's my track's gonna go out to Dave's friend, and yeah, that's my pick. Yeah, that's yeah. my win of the win of this evening. Um, I'm gonna say, ooh. It's a tie, I'd say, between Down for So Long by I Love McConan and Jay Price and Ezra Koenig, even though <laughs> upon playing it Americans are stupid. Yeah. Fart, fart. Yeah, I guess I gotta give it to Waiting for the Chorus. Waiting for the Chorus doesn't have any weird part where he says Americans are whack. Uh, Dave, best, best... What was your first one? Um, I scratched it out. Uh, Excentacion. It was, no, oh, no, God. Kid Trunk, 777. Uh, I don't know. I guess Top Ramen. All right. Well, well or the McConan without Ezra Koenig. Yeah, if we could have just... Um, it, like, they should do, like, you know, Garfield minus Garfield. It'd be, like, McConan minus Koenig. Yeah. Here's who gives a fuck about an Oxford comma. Me. Because I don't know. No, no. Sorry. I'm sorry. That's all I had. Yeah? It's literally <laughs> hey, all I know Hold about on, Ted. Do you guys want to hear one more Billy Bragg impression? <laughs> yeah. 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 Let's hear it. And I went to school and I had a cupcake. What? <laughs> he definitely never talks about cupcakes. You would have made a, like an analogy about a car that made no sense if you were going to be Billy Bragg. I'm a co-minor son and I like to sit in the sun. No, he doesn't <laughs> rhyme. He doesn't rhyme. Billy Bragg's above rhyming. Well, I rhymed sun with sun. I don't know if that's really... Okay. All right, so uh, Dave Marr, Coma Show, coming back to Chicago in Wednesday. Uh, I'm, ex- I'm excited some, to see it. Sometime, I would say. Hopefully by the end of 2018, it'll, I'll be remounting. Uh, yeah. What's your social media? Social media is everything. Is, this is Dave Marr. Uh, 
Um, I'm at, at Lake underscore Superior. Uh, follow the Impress Me With Music uh, Instagram. Like the Facebook page. Write us a review on iTunes. And I will send my wife to your house with a Starbucks gift card. Maybe you'll kill her. Who knows? Um, Otherwise, leave me alone. Please don't find me on Facebook. I don't, don't find me on Twitter. Don't try to follow me on Instagram. But I will definitely give you a Starbucks gift card if you rate and review Impress Me With Music on iTunes. Or hey, give us a like on Facebook. I and, do uh, You know... All right, love you, Dave. Hey, follow, follow them on Instagram. That's all Sophie, our daughter, does. I walked around the grocery store and saw the Pop-Tarts. The Pop-Tarts screamed, free the working class. <laughs> all right, this is a Prince featuring Billy Bragg. <laughs> Have a nice night. Brought to you by Machine Culture.